You're entering a realm which is unusual. Maybe it's magic or contains some kind of monster. The second one. Prepare to enter. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. Good, good, good news, everyone. To the, to the world of I'm Willie. I'm Daniel. And welcome back, everybody. Today we are going to cover season two, episode 10. Put your head on my shoulders. I'm kind of disappointed gonna... you didn't sing it. I'm going to be honest right now. Put your head on my shoulders. shoulders. Um, I cannot <laughs> See, sing. That so that's, uh, <laughs> that's why I didn't do it. Um, <laughs> But welcome everybody. Yeah, we're we're really excited. I think PD and I might just even uh, jump in straight into the good news because we have some very good news, everyone. Indeed, absolutely. So we could not afford a drum roll sound effect. Oh, we have our first guest on the pod. Everyone, please please welcome Colin Harris. Oh my god! I didn't, I didn't know that I was going to be walking out on the stage with sound effects. Yeah. So just um, so everybody, all the listeners know, we are recording this in a in front of a live studio audience. Yes. Uh, we went all the way down to Texas, where Colin lives, and we are now recording this in Texas City Hall, the biggest venue <laughs> in the world. Hope you brought your guns. Because you're not allowed in without them. Yeah, you have the admission is one at least one gun. <laughs> the metal detector. You get a VIP pass off. if you have two. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh! No, but Call. Welcome, welcome. Um, for the listeners, Colin is one of uh, Daniel and I's good childhood best friends, and yeah, uh, we grew up together. My mom and Colin's mom are best friends, and uh, still the families are as close as ever. Um, and, and I went Colin, to college with Colin too. So yeah, and PD uh, shared some very intimate college times with Colin. We didn't, <laughs> together, right? we didn't know. We didn't. I mean, we 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 de facto lived together. I was I over did, at the house most. Of yeah, the time. I lived on the couch at Daniel's house for about two months when I came <laughs> back from study abroad, and I didn't have a place to live, and I just went a semester. Like I, I went a few weeks without a place to live and I was like, oh, I can do this. So I ended up just <laughs> living on friends' couches for six months. <laughs> and so Daniel's couch was kept kept me company for like a month. Home sweet home, baby. Well, that's very <laughs> nice of you, Daniel. Oh, I charged rent. It was it was exorbitant, oh, but he couldn't he, he couldn't do anything else. All the houses were rented, so it worked out for I both guess, of us. I guess that's not surprising coming from you, who is like <laughs> a ruthless monopoly player. <laughs> Oh, I will, I will gut punch my grandma for for Park Place. Don't you fucking forget it. I uh, think so you Colin. did suggest that I pay rent at one point, Daniel. <laughs> no, that was when Ryan wanted to have like three people live in the living room, and I was like, Ryan, absolutely not. We're not having you and your hippy dippy friends live in the living room, and if they do, they're paying rent. Fair, fair, as far fair, as fair. I recall. Well, so Colin, we the the first thing we ask all of the guests that have not come on the show before is, uh, what is your history with Futurama? Do you remember the first time you ever watched it? Was the first episode the first episode you watched? Was it while you were losing your virginity? Perhaps it was. In fact, <laughs> answer in those my, in order in my two thousand one Ford Taurus. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I so my relationship with Futurama, um, the first time I don't remember what the first episode actually was, but I did not like Futurama the first time uh. I saw it. And you know why? Because it wasn't The Simpsons. And oh, I had take. I had yeah. such a close religious relationship with The Simpsons growing up that anything that showed on Fox around its periphery, be it King of the Hill, be it Futurama, was the worst. I, I, I wanted nothing to do with it. I wanted to just cut to The Simpsons. Actually, um, and I love that. <laughs> do you? Uh, you're I not offended? I hate that, and um, you're <laughs> off the air. You're, we're going to... 
I hated King of the Hill. And The Simpsons was on Sunday nights. It was on Sunday nights at like 8 p.m. Well, they had the new episodes on Sunday night at 8 p.m. I know exactly what you're talking about. All right, I feel you, I'm not going to lie, though. Mm -hmm. That Sunday night block was like the only thing that comforted my Sunday scaries before school on Monday. True. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, finally there's one thing to look forward to before school starts tomorrow. By the time Malcolm in the Middle came on, that was the end of it. That's when the scary oh, were God. hard. Oh, in a no. way, Malcolm in the Middle gives me bad vibes because <laughs> of that. Yeah. Like, I don't, this one makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> the mom did scare me. Um, Lois, yeah. So, but I do remember the first episode that I actually saw, and forgive me for my lack of Futurama lore knowledge, but the oh, episode where Leela adopts Nibbler, is that the first episode ever? No, but that's the first season. That's for pretty sure. close. That's okay. Like that, I remember that being the first episode that I watched, and I was like, "I like this show." Um, okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. That I, is, think, I that, think that's in season one, right, Petey? Yeah, it is. I think that is episode six. No, that's Fishful of Dollars. Uh, yeah, it's it's in the first season. <laughs> Yes, and confirmed by not finding it in our notes in the first <laughs> season. Can you hear the paper crinkling? It sounds official. Oh, he's going through the notes. You guys can hear it. That's proof enough that we have the answer somewhere. And also, I could just yes. type it in and Google it. But I'm going to. be really impressed <laughs> if I could pull it out of my ass. But I oh, I mean, I can't know. type it in because we're on a stage in front of this huge audience, right, audience? <laughs> Yeehaw! <laughs> wow, guys, guys, settle down, settle down, settle down. Okay, kind of got me nervous now. Now, if you guys clap one more time, <laughs> guys, Willie's doing the just he's doing the David Letterman. Okay, I can't get too distracted by the soundboard. <laughs> um, do you have any other? Uh, do you? I feel like Petey and I, I have, have had I experience have a, where. Go yes. ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I have a question. If you, if you, no, go ahead. Okay. No, jump, jump in there, PD. Have you ever, there. as I have when I was young, perhaps looked up, seen, or maybe even touched yourself to Futurama porn? <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good question. I have not. However, <laughs> I definitely, I definitely. It's something about the the animation that, like, even in The Simpsons, sometimes. Sorry, to, I'm going to be bringing it back to The Simpsons because it's it, it's inherent okay. to my we'll love of Futurama. Koala um, is in session, and I'll allow it. <laughs> um, the yeah, the animation is it can be sexy. You know the the way that they like Leela. Leela's pretty hot. Um, like Amy. Too. Like actually in this episode that we watch, I'm like, hey, Amy's Amy's got a banging bob. Amy's bangable. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's totally. something about her two-dimensional curves that just drives <laughs> me crazy. I'm curious, is that with or without Fry's head on her though? Is there, is there a little oh, oh, with for sure? <laughs> a little, for little sure. head fetish. <laughs> yeah. It's um, voyeurism at its finest. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Daniel, I've never taken I've never taken the leap to actually um, go out of your way to look it up. Yeah, or or you know, bringing it into a private area to touch myself to it. I've I've never gone to that extent. <laughs> but you have done it in public, basically. <laughs> yes, yes. A couple Personally, times. yes. <laughs> Which also in this scenario sort of makes it less shameful for whatever reason. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean, in public, I've wanked it a thousand times to Futurama board, but never in private. Do you think Matt Groening goes into the into the studio and and pulls some of the like raw sketches and goes into the bathroom and does what he needs to do and pulls some of his own sketches? Uh, I, don't <laughs> I don't even really know what that means, but. <laughs> The verb Let's pull just, say just I can't get through a day at work without doing a couple of my own sketches. <laughs> it's like, um, sir, uh, this is the women's room. <laughs> He's from Portland. Every every room's unisex, or every bathroom's unisex. 
Okay, well, Petey, you brought up a you brought up a a topic that is typically reserved for our uh, Patreon exclusive episodes. <laughs> uh, Kyle, we uh, I don't know if you've heard that we uh, we have some sexier content that's available on Patreon or will be available. Um, technically, it's not up yet because we don't have anybody. <laughs> we don't have any supporters <laughs> on Patreon yet. So. But yet, once people yet. do, we if, operative if you, word. Let's just say this. If you become a ship captain level supporter listener, we will make content for you. Explicitly for explicitly you. Explicitly no. for explicit you. Explicit content for you. <laughs> That's explicitly explicit for you. <laughs> like like Bender's dating service. Yes, discreet, discreet and discreet. And discreet. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, why don't we uh why don't we jump right into the epi then? Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, like I said, this is season two, episode ten. Uh, put your head, put your head, head on, on my shoulder. shoulder. Peter, you're better at seeing you than I am. Um, it's inaccurate. <laughs> so this, basically, this one is. Uh, th- there's so many good firsts in this one. I really need to like make sure that I pace myself. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 got a lot of ancillary characters who kind of become famous for their one-liners later on in the show, or they get put in for whatever reason. Um, Beekdor, Petunia, Sal, the bus driver, who I think later on becomes the like. Uh, is he the same person as the? I don't know how to yeah, explain it's, this. It's, I know T-shirt without actor, sleeves. It's the same person, I think. It's meant to be, I think, the same person. Okay. They're yes, sort of like yeah. default, like blue collar, kind of like gruff guy. Mm, yes. Um, yeah, exactly. But I think this is the we don't this is not the first time we've seen Sal, but I think it is the first time that Sal's been named as Sal. And he gets like a bigger interaction rather than yeah. like a like, whoa. Yeah, kind of thing. Whoa, no, I, whoa, I, whoa. <laughs> I did like that. And I did like that there was volumes of space travel. I was going to bring that up, PD. I wrote that one down because it's just for you. PD loves when there's space travel and rates episodes lower if they don't have any type of space travel in them. Because it's a show about space travel and the future. I want to see a lot of space travel. I don't know. Were there any other first or, or, or notable mentions in here, Colin, that you think uh, you wanted to bring up before we get into the, the synopsis of this, the episode? Um, no, not, not necessarily any firsts though. My favorite, most notable, um, <clears throat> character was Victor, the, the car salesman. <laughs> I don't know if he's, if he's recurring, but <laughs> I loved his, when he's about to make the sale and he's like, I'm not eating cat food tonight. <laughs> Victor's not no, cat eating for, cat for food Victor tonight. tonight. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I feel like the Victor and Petunia firsts in the same episode, PD, like we've been talking about both of them before yes. this episode and we both were kind of just like waiting for it to happen. And I didn't realize that they were both in the same episode, which feels very like, obviously it's not serendipity necessarily, Fortuitous. But it's very fortuitous. Yes. Yeah, a hundred percent. And actually, I'm curious. So, Colin has a background in um, Spanish-speaking languages and South American languages. What accent would you say Victor has? Because I feel like he goes back and forth, like between like a Spanish and Portuguese, a little bit, if not. Like he's got like the B's and D's. I don't. I don't know. Just my ear. Though. Yeah, I think he's. I mean, I definitely think he's supposed to be Latino, but like it. I've noticed some Eastern European elements in it as well, which I'm like, maybe it's Portuguese because that sounds, sometimes Portuguese speakers kind of sound Eastern European. Yeah. And he also goes, and jet instead of and yet. And jet. Yes, I did like Uh, I love (laughs) love how like dramatic Victor is. Well, okay. We'll we'll get back to Victor in a second um, and I'll just kind of go over the overview of the episode. But basically this is one where uh, we get to see Fry and Leela explore a little bit of romance um, Mm. and classic Fry sort of being like a, just like a kind of like a fuck boy in a way. Um, And then the sort of main premise is right when Fry is sort of having issues with this relationship he uh, a terrible accident happens and he uh, gets his head grafted onto Amy's body and just some hilarity ensues from then on. <laughs> um, there's also like a lot of B stories in this. It feels like everyone 
or in a way, everyone's part of the main story in a style that they don't normally do. Because like we have uh, Leela kind of being around here, and then like Fry with Amy, but also Zoeberg with Fry's body. Yeah, so I feel like there's a lot of um, sort of team involvement on this one. When normally we the, really focus on like two characters, it's, it feels like. But that's true, and the professor is always used as a device. Like there's some kind of sci-fi something or other going along, especially when there's a lot a lot of characters. Like you know they do like the um, character swapping with the bucket heads, where they actually solve the equation and mm-hmm. different things like that. But there's really no crazy sci-fi anything um, other than or plot devices, and the professor really doesn't even have a, a role in this one. I was gonna say I was like I don't even really remember if he's in it at all, um, but I'll, I'm I'm gonna have to disagree with you that getting some sewing someone's head onto another person's head is not sci-fi. Oh, I mean that's more like medicine <laughs> sci-fi, which is a snooze. I want like space travel sci-fi. <laughs> I guess in your in your defense, PD, um, they do do that on the on the Simpsons. Like I feel like it's in one of the Treehouse oh, yeah. episodes. So Matt Groening has done that before, but. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. Nothing new for Maddie Boy. Um, but Colin, I do love the that first scene where basically Amy's like, "I'm gonna go buy a car," like, uh, and they all go with uh, Leela and Fry go with her to like buy a car. Um, and like the as soon as they walked in, they meet Victor, who's sort of like <laughs> trying to sweet talk uh, Le- Amy. Um, what does he say? He's like, um, I'm typically not this like forward with, or I'm typically trying to dump like cars on beautiful women or something like no, that. He, he's, he's, like, he's, he's like, he's like, it is so lovely to meet you, and I would love to talk, but a gentleman always sells a lady a car first. <laughs> like, it's like a chivalrous thing to do to sell you a car instead of get to know you. <laughs> Genius sales tactic. <laughs> and then Fry sees it, and it's his. He goes, the, the Thunder Cougar Falcon Bird. Thunder Cougar Falcon Bird. <laughs> oh, yeah, Fry's <laughs> drinking Falcon coffee. Bird. He's just like taking the free coffee and this like not as handsome car salesman comes up to Fry and he's like, yeah, it's a beaut, ain't she? And Fry's like, yep, sure is a beautiful cup of coffee. And he's like, no, no, I'm talking about that right there. The Thunder Cougar Falcon Bird. <laughs> uh, and then he's like, um, he's like, oh, actually, like I can't really like afford that. Like I, I'm not interested in getting a car. And the guy's like, well, you wouldn't want people to like question your sexuality, would you? And Fry's like, "No, I really do not want that. Like, how do I make <laughs> sure like, that people don't?" <laughs> One word. Meanwhile, Victor is showing Amy like a luxury car, basically, and he's talking about how much eagle is in his mate was used to make the car. He's like, "There are a thousand eagles in the and there's even more eagles underneath the floorboards. And jet and jet, the luxury edition has so much more eagle. It's just that the luxury edition has so much more eagle. <laughs> yes. He's like, she's like, what's wrong, Victor? And he's like, it's just, I would hate for a beautiful woman like you to not have as much eagle as she deserves. <laughs> I'm assuming these are bald eagles. It's like the most like uh, rare bird, you know, which is endangered at this point, I believe. Both American and also like brutally yeah. kind of like wasteful in terms of <laughs> animal products. Right. For a car that has a toaster in it. <laughs> yes. And a margarita maker. <laughs> wow. Cross that one off my list. <laughs> uh, but no, so we um, we get to the dealership uh, and Amy gets her new car. She decides that she wants to take it out to a spin on Mercury. Uh, which I loved, and Fry ends up going with her because well, he has nothing else to do or something. Well, he's like about to ask Leela what she wants to do for Valentine's Day or if she wants to do something for Valentine's right. Day. And Fry sort of presumptuously is like, well, neither of us have something to do. Uh, and then Leela kind of has like a, how dare you? But uh, yeah, like I don't have anything to do. Um, but then right, you know, they're kind of about to agree that they're going to have a date for Valentine's Day. And that's when Amy mm-hmm. is like, Oh, like, do you want to? Like, does anybody want to take a drive on Mercury? And and Fry's just like up for it. Yes, exactly. And so we get to Mercury, and they're driving around. And I just love this bit of like, the, yeah. like it's like okay. I feel like car features become more and more outlandish. Like when we, when this episode came out, an outlandish car feature was like heated seats. Like that was a pretty big deal back in the day. And now heated seats are at a like CD not that player. far off. Right, six CD changer. 
Like, that was just ridiculous. So I love how they're just, like, playing up on the trope. Like, now there's heads-up displays and, like, heated steering wheels and leg massagers and shit. So what all does the car have? It's got... Doesn't the car have gas guzzler mode too? What's it called? (laughs) 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 That's the last thing he turns on. It's like gas guzzler mode. Cars don't come equipped with that nowadays, unfortunately. Um, It's almost as if it's destroying the planet. Um, (laughs) But I do, yeah. So, BD, to your point, the bit is like they're driving on Mercury, right? Which most people would know is an insanely hot planet. Like, I think Mm -hmm. Fry, before they go, Fry's like, how's the weather there? And Leela's like, oh, you know, like, boiling or like uh liquid lead or something like boiling lead and like <laughs> boiling magma. magma or something um and so they're like driving through mercury with the top down and uh the air conditioner is going and fry's like whoo this air conditioner is really strong i'm gonna turn up the heat to like, <laughs> the air conditioner. so he turns the heat on and he's like um ooh, like i'm still like a little bit like cold or something <laughs> so he turns up even higher <laughs> And then uh, we see like a little thing to sh- help to show the audience like, oh, they're using up gas real quickly. <laughs> and then they start making food and shit. Lila's or yeah. Amy's like, you want a you want a margarita? <laughs> <laughs> they start making margaritas in the center console, not even like yeah, well, it's not like in the glove box or something. It's in the center console. And then he's like, ooh, pop tarts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that the only product that's still around from the year 2000 that's ever mentioned is fucking Pop-Tarts. Well, hey, margaritas Uh, through the test of time. Yeah, but but margaritas are like a drink with a recipe. Pop-Tarts are like a brand of like toaster pastry from Kellogg's. That's true. I think we can all relate to to Fry wanting to mix the hot and cold. Like us growing up in Indiana on a fall day where it's like – the first cold day outside, you drive with your windows down and you turn the heater on. Yeah, that mix. <laughs> that mix. I I used to that used to be my mo. The in logic high school. and to your <laughs> point too, Colin. Uh, the logic of like a sixteen year old and basically what fries like exactly. Fries. Yeah, <laughs> it feels good. It's There's something about it that's so freeing. <laughs> <laughs> But honestly, I mean, to be fair, the weather changes every, like, five minutes, so you're going to be, like, perfect with that heat-cold sink, baby. Although mm-hmm. it might start a tornado in your car, hot and cold air. I think, yeah, if you if the, if the air pressure is too high, you might start some sort of space-time nexus in your car, and <laughs> you don't want that, let me tell you. Do not plug the audio jack from your car and in, back into the other I end s- of your car. <laughs> never do it. You will Wait. definitely, 100%. Start a space-time nexus. The same goes for typing Google into Google. (laughs) Yes, correct. Or putting a mirror up to another mirror. Absolutely doesn't do. (laughs) The mirrors don't know how to act at that point. (laughs) Exactly. They get frightened by the other mirror and start a nexus. And now, if I'm remembering right, I hope Colin's not actually frozen. No, now he's unfrozen. If I'm remembering right, Colin, did the 01 uh, Taurus have – that goddamn thing that connected to the radio instead of the tape player. And so you had to change it to the radio you, station. You remember that? Yes. Cause you and I used Damn, to go Daniel, what a memory. Dude. Cause so it didn't, it was like, it was 2001, but it didn't have a cassette player so that I could like plug in uh, yeah. an MP3 player to it. So yeah. I went to radio shack to ask for, options and the radio shack dude was like oh yeah i get off work at five come meet me at my house and what? i'm surprised i was like 16 then and my mom was fine with oh me going God, to meet no. him there <laughs> yeah. like such a trap now <laughs> no i know but my i was like yeah he's gonna he's gonna fix it up for me and my mom was like okay with me going alone and that he did legit like he ran a wire from the back of the radio like up to the front of the car, but the cord was literally like 10 feet too long. So I had like a bundled up cord <laughs> that would just sit underneath the brake and accelerator. Oh my God. <laughs> so <laughs> like when I would like pull up my MP3 player, sometimes it would get wrapped around the brake or the accelerator. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> so when I, I would, it would be like sitting on the console and I would break and then my, I think it was like the, my iPod shuffle or something at the time oh, yeah. um, would like then fall at my feet because it would pull the it, like, cord when the, I would break. 
The shit we did that our parents didn't know about, that they would be fucking mortified. <laughs> Tethering your brake to your car. <laughs> I've actually never he- heard the full story, and I also didn't realize that it would, like, get caught on the brake or the accelerator pedal. Yeah, dude. I- oh, God. I will say that those FM tuner things were always a piece of shit. And the most reliable one was always to, if you could have the tape deck that connected yeah. to like yeah. a, uh, an eighth inch jack or whatever. Cause I, we definitely, I definitely experimented to that with the 98 Honda Odyssey. And it was just like the tape, the tape deck is the way to go. It yeah, is crystal clear. Otherwise you have a CD of sublime with four songs on it that you just have to play in your car over and over and over again. <laughs> there's nothing else to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> it's like gives Colin PTSD. <laughs> wait, wait, wasn't sublime at little five? Yeah. I think, the, I think that was the year I dude, didn't make it to the car. I went, that was the last time I ever listened to sublime because it was sublime with Rome. And oh no, that was not my year. That was that Beach was House. Beach House actually opened up for them, oh, and I'd never like heard Beach, of Beach House. house. Yeah, and Beach. I had never heard them before, and I was like, "This is great." And then I literally left halfway through the Sublime thing because I was like, "I liked this in high school." <laughs> I have this tape this in my car. Feels, I'm just gonna go. I'm three years older now. Okay, I don't like. <laughs> I'm three. <laughs> I'm a mature adult now. I liked that when I was 17, and now I'm 20. Get real. <laughs> Get real. <laughs> It's funny because like, in, now that we're like old enough, we see that as being like nothing in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. But when you're that age, you really do feel like six months makes a, this huge difference. Oh, yeah, dude. 100%. For sure. I mean, when yeah. you're 20, talking to 17-year-olds, like you you're, you have sage wisdom at that age. I mean, when you're, you're like, 20, you're still house party. Parties. I've lived on my own, okay? Right. <laughs> and like – when you're 17, you're still like pretty young, but by 20, like you should have your first couple pubes for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. I totally did. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, many. We all. Wait, wait, we all what you were saying when you're se- when you're 17, you're a dancing queen, but when you're 20, <laughs> at best you're a dancing duchess. <laughs> at best. Uh, I'm trying to think of other titles and synonyms for dance, but I'm, I thought of Viscountess, and I was like, nope, that, nope, I'm not going to be able to rhyme with that. <laughs> the vicar of uh, dance. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, bar- the baron of baile. Oh, okay. Okay. He blew me out of the water. The pilot, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear God. Well, I digress. Sorry for the digression. I just had a memory I wanted to share. I actually, yeah, I'm I'm glad that we got to experience that (laughs) on the podcast. (laughs) Because I feel like half of the content here is uh, Futurama, and that's generous. Uh, and then the other yeah. half is PD and I talking about this one time <laughs> back in the day. But they're all good times. And if people want to hang out with us, they're going to have to know these stories that we reference <laughs> on a daily basis. Hey, these can be your memories too for the low, low price of well, free. <laughs> $2 a month. $2 a month, guys. To be a delivery supporter on Patreon, patreon.com slash world of tomorrow pod. You can even need a cap for $2 a month. Uh, call. We are sellouts now. We do have ads. So the ad-free ones, guys, week early and ad-free on Patreon, just saying. Wait, can I subscribe to our Patreon? Because <laughs> I don't like the ads. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And also, I cannot give you a sub on Patreon. Like, you have to do it. So, yeah, you would have to. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> I'll be getting like 70% of my money back, I'm sure. So. <laughs> well, that will just go to me. You'll just be giving me $2. <laughs> And then I guess I can give you a dollar. I can give you a dollar for okay. every month. So that it's we a profit thing, it. kid. <laughs> hey, look, it's a profit thing, kid. To become a guest, do we have to become a Patreon member? Like when I clicked this link to call in, did it auto subscribe me to become a Patreon yeah, member? Yeah, that's why I took your credit card information before the call. <laughs> During the sound check, you were actually yeah. collecting my I was like, okay, card. and make sure your mic settings are at, at this level. Okay. And make sure that the headphones gonna... are linked up in this way. And and what's the 20 digits of your credit or 16 digits yeah. of your credit card? We're going to test CBD. your keyboard. 
touch your keyboard here. Just type in uh, any Last random social security SSN. number you can think of. Yeah. <laughs> Mother's maiden so, name. <laughs> Anyways, back to the your episode. Dog's <laughs> full genomic map. Thank you. <laughs> Dog blood type will do. Um, so the car eventually breaks or doesn't break down, but it runs out of gas. Wait, sorry, uh, Daniel. Uh, Colin's dog's blood type is a positive. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be like C positive because it was Callie? Well, his dog oh. now. I was talking about Scully. <gasps> oh, I thought about Callie's one I know. She's still alive. Don't tell me another, anything else otherwise. Nope, she's still alive. She's fine. Yeah, she's, she totally didn't die ghost. in 2015. She's a force ghost, guys. <laughs> <laughs> she's standing there right next to obi-wan okay right next to obi-wan and anakin and haps oh yeah Aww. she's a bitch she was guys this is okay dead dog tangent we're done ever. with the dead dog tangent dead dog we'll get <laughs> we will get to that episode about seymour and we will mourn all of our dogs okay and yes cats. yes all the pet mourning will go on with the Seymour episode. And we will have a pet cemetery button on that thing because I want that pet cemetery quote in our uh, in that episode multiple Wait, times. What? Like, Don't go, Dick. <laughs> so the pet cemetery, it's literally Herman Munster or the judge from um, – Oh, right, right, right. From uh, My Cousin Vinny. And he's like – don't go looking around that cemetery. Folks down there will get more than they bargain for when they go look because <laughs> it's haunted. <laughs> yeah. Well, Stephen King told me about the cemetery. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we're up here in Maine, rural Maine. Like, yes. Yeah, that's where all the Stephen King stuff happens. <laughs> <laughs> rural fucking Maine. The rural Northeast. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I, I hope the dog pun was worth me interrupting you, Daniel. <laughs> It was. It was. Now I'm thinking about dead dogs. It's fine. Um, so they goddamn get broken down. They call a tow truck. I fucking love the tow yes, guy. Yes, I love the tow truck driver. He, I don't think he shows up in anything else ever, no. but he's just, he's like, comes in, he like, debugs the window and is like, <laughs> it's like and then, well, it sort of implied sex. that they started hooking up, and then when he unfogs it, and he's like, <laughs> they're just playing cards, like perfectly innocently, and he's like, <laughs> and then, and then once they're starting to tow, Amy's like, well, now that we're like towing, like, do you want to do it? And Fry's like, sure. And then you can hear the guy go, <laughs> <laughs> like from, the, from driving the truck. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> Which does remind me of that. That's why I was thinking about Sal's like, whoa, because <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the same voice actor just with like a higher pitch. Uh-huh, yeah, exactly. But it's the same like cartoonish like naked woman. You know the way that like eyes come out of their face or whatever, and like oh, uh, they hit like, themselves in the head with a hammer and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I do. That is such a great animation, like hitting yourself on the head with a hammer because you're so sexually aroused <laughs> at the sight of a damage. clothed woman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. I can see her shoulders. <laughs> I hear this show's got some saucy bits. <laughs> <laughs> that episode of Dexter's Lab is so weird once you learn that foot fetishes are real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's a bunch of gnomes who are like literally like Into jerking feet. their gurkin. <laughs> To, to Didi, uh, eight-year-old's feet? Yes. Okay, anyway, we do talk about that episode on our Dexter's Laboratory podcast. <laughs> True. <laughs> called uh, Didi, Get Out of My Laboratory. <laughs> oh, I thought we called it Omelette du Fromage. <laughs> <laughs> and Tanya and I watched Saturday Morning Cartoons the other day and watched the episode of Dexter's Lab about coffee. Do you all remember that? Where they drink all of the coffee, but... Um, Dexter's oh. parents like wake up and they're they're just like like dark demonic shadows. Oh, yeah. right. they don't have until they, have they get their yeah, until they get their I remember <laughs> until that they one. get their coffee. I distinctly remember the animation and where she like puts the coffee on the stove and there's a little clear t- like like nipple at the top and the coffee like brews in the thing, mm-hmm. right? I, I don't know why Wait, that's like stuck in my the, head. There's like I was uh, there's that's like an old Maxwell House thing or something or full. Oh, there's like an old commercial i guess i don't know if all p- coffee pots were like that or if it was just a certain brand but it was like it would percolate and it would make like a sound and so it was sort of like this is the sound of like your coffee being ready or whatever i just i was like looking for i was looking at old ads the other day randomly and i saw that 
literally Pavlovian conditioning on an addiction to caffeine. <laughs> no, straight up. Our the the coffee maker we have, like it's a what's it called? Madewell or some whatever that brand is. Maxwell. Like it's a good Oh Madewell. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, it's not Maxwell, but anyways, it it has it d- makes that sound. It's like a Oh, of like the the thing sense. hitting the top and it is total total uh, pavlovian effect like <laughs> listening to that in the morning and you're yeah no legitimately oh. like listening to that in the morning is like fuck i hate like caffeine free <laughs> sobriety like it, it makes me it, it kind of makes me angry <laughs> yeah i've to. i've been off of work this Clever. week and i found that Coffee, I, I don't know if I have coffee on a regular time enough for that to happen yet. I mean, I do sometimes get caffeine headaches, but it's not all the time. And like uh, yesterday I decided, oh, like I'm going to go go record shopping and I'm going to go buy a coffee once I'm there. So it was like 1 p.m. and I had my first coffee of the day and it didn't, I didn't feel any different than before. But like in the morning, if I'm at work or whatever, I definitely like feel it. So maybe it's just that I don't have anything stre- to do this week, and I'm like, oh, it's chill. And that's yeah, really the only stress reason. induced. Yeah, like that's it's true. like stress. It. Yeah, true. right. <clears throat> so <laughs> another coffee tangent. <laughs> Dexter's lab here. <laughs> <laughs> so we get back. Uh, we I love this part when we get back because it's basically everyone shits all over Zoidberg. Like no. Zoidberg's not poor and lonely. He's poor and lonely because he's gross. Yeah. <laughs> they basically start talking like, about You're not lonely that. because you're poor. You're lonely because you're hideous. Yeah. <laughs> but surprisingly, like pretty much. Hermes does not pile in. Last week right. on the pod, Even though- we were talking about how Hermes is like famously the one that hates Zoidberg the most. And maybe that's just like a mid-later season thing. Uh, mm-hmm. But now we kind of are reading into it, and I noticed that he does not – say anything on that pylon yeah no he he doesn't it's it's leela adding on to it which she's clearly upset about fry and amy she's jealous even though clearly she's the jealous. worst she's the that worst one this thing season i'm like leela come on girl so like hey no one i can't i not that i can't have him i don't want him but no one should have him in case i do change my mind exactly because she kind of you can tell already at this point uh in the show that she you can tell that she thinks he has like a nice heart but he's just an right. idiot. And like, yeah, he's just stupid. Right, exactly. And so we Excellent. we shell over Zoidberg, which gives Bender the idea that uh, people will pay to be put in, put in touch with other people and to get <laughs> and, and for romance. And it like immediately cuts to the court and it's like the fee is or uh, sentencing final fee of ten thousand dollars. <laughs> and he's there. He's like stupid anti pimping laws. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That is such a – I forgot about that joke, but the way they execute on it is so funny because especially like – I think you see in the episode description, it says like Bender starts his own dating service. So I was kind of already thinking that's what was about to happen because I remembered the right. scenes about like with Zap and he's kind of just faking matching people up like he has like some sort of system to like get people paired up when it's obviously nothing really. It's just Bender being Bender. <laughs> but then they, they got to court and he's like had been pimping these two uh, <laughs> like robo- or fembots or whatever. Pro- prostabots because one literally has a 25 cent slot on her yeah. back. <laughs> uh, and then when they leave, they're like, we love you, Bender. And he's like, shut up, baby. I shut know up, it. Baby, I know it. One of his like famous quotes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, then he does actually start his own uh, kind of matchmaking company. And as uh, Daniel alluded to earlier, he he just takes a room in the office at, at Planet Express and he puts up a poster that's like Bender's dating service. And it says discreet and discreet as in – E-T-E and E-E-T. Yeah, as in I won't tell anybody. And also in terms of like numerical variables, this is like <laughs> – <laughs> it's discreet. It's not continuous. Yeah, stands alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had to look those up. I was like, I didn't even know that was like a homophone, but I guess. I didn't know the spelling was different, to be honest. I didn't know. I learn something new every day. (laughs) True. Yes, exactly. I was about to go on a tangent. No time. I'm trying to be so good about this. Um, Well, we're getting there. I mean, so. We're doing a good job, yeah. Yeah, No, I I was going to (laughs) say, I love how uh, we get to the point where. 
because I remember watching this when I was really young and had not dated or anything. And then I thought it was so stupid that Fry reacted to Amy where they're in the closet. And she's like, I like hanging out with you. And he's like, all of a sudden we're hanging out. Like, it's getting <laughs> serious. And I was like, oh, now that makes more sense. Yeah. Well, okay, and it's I like clearly it. Fry's like fear of commitment is so intense that he's, he's like, now we're talking, now she's talking about hanging out. It's like she can't get enough of me. And then she passes him while he's talking to Leela and she's like, hi, Fry. And he's like, See? Did you see that? (laughs) She's bothering me at work. It's like, she also works here. Yeah. Well, BD, it's funny you say that because, like, as a kid, I was a very uh, angsty and uh, I was a teen who did not have any game. So when I saw Fry throwing it away with Amy, I was like, man, he doesn't know what he has. Yeah, that's very, uh, very astute. I feel like uh, it's very astute because your life was like that. (laughs) <laughs> no, <not that> <laughs> Dude, Willie, you just didn't you just didn't have you know game and junk and stuff yeah and stuff and junk and that and is stuff. also big news about you junk and stuff you had a or girlfriend whatever. sophomore year who was older than you no that yeah was like that's game bro that was senior year mary that was sophomore year <laughs> no that was senior well you year. Had, well you need to give yourself more credit and Barnaby and stuff. <laughs> no one mentioned Barnaby ever. <laughs> <laughs> Barnaby Roaster. Barnaby Roaster does not exist. Think about think about uh, rhyming names. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's no there's no vacuum of game. There was certainly game there. We'll just put it that way. There was there were many attempts that did not work until maybe I was 18. Let's say that. Still prior to your first pube. <laughs> Well, yeah, I know, because I, it definitely wasn't 26. <laughs> I don't know why that Look, thing guys, is killing me Look, guys, my doctor says there's such thing as late bloomers. <laughs> Wait, is pubic alopecia a thing? Christian Huffer, yes, it is. Okay, moving on. <laughs> really? He does not have pubic alopecia. He I mean, just if you have alopecia, <laughs> yeah, you, he just religiously shaved his entire body. Don't you lose all of your hair? Well, yeah, like you I mean, lose I think Petey meant: right? is there a thing, a condition you can such have as like a localized, where you only just, lose your juice? <laughs> can I get back be, alopecia, please? It would be a disease that's actively sought out by like fifty percent of the world. Yeah, they'd be like trying to make oh, it a for contagion. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> what if that was just COVID and instead of getting COVID or dying, you just, you just lost, lost your pubes? <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, huh, I guess that's not that bad. <laughs> it's, I guess it's a little breezy, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> but like knowing that. But what like, if like Republicans still made such a huge deal out of it? <laughs> <laughs> my body, my choice. <laughs> <laughs> my pubes, my choice. Uh, I mean, like I guess that would them back on and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was gonna say that would create a market for Merkins. <laughs> a Merkin is a. I don't want to live in a the world theater. where I, I can't tell apart children from adults. Oh, God. Nobody <laughs> wants that kind of confusion. <laughs> reverse, reverse, reverse. <laughs> <laughs> that is our Texas correspondent, Colin Harris. <laughs> Koala Court has deemed this subject <laughs> halt no, all I, the, the jury must have what was it was it the, the court ju- orders the jury, the jury to dismiss its to own, testimony. Its own testimony. Yeah. The jury will not disregard its own testimony. I got what he was saying. That could be like a Christian conservative making an outlandish argument. I picked up what you were no, putting definitely down, though people would say some shit like that and then it would be like you didn't realize what you said, but it's like really fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally never happened to me once. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, we uh, to to get back on track. Sorry, I think that one was well, it was a little bit of all of us, but (laughs) (laughs) a little column A, a little column B, a little column C. Um, So basically, uh, Fry is Fry and Leela, or sorry, Fry and Amy go on another drive, um, and Fry is about to tell Amy that, like, hey, I don't think I think we should take a break, and right as he's about to tell her. Um, they crash, and Zoidberg happens mm-hmm. to be with them because Fry's like, I don't want to be alone with her. Like, let's have Zoidberg third wheel it. And so, in the crash, 
Fry's body gets fucked up, and that's when Zoidy uh, sews Fry's head onto Amy's body. Um, but then the next day, or sorry, like later, Fry breaks up with her, um, and it's mm-hmm. like you know we should we should just be friends. And so Amy immediately after gets, his head is grafted right, on still her body. To each other. <laughs> like, um, and basically, then Amy immediately gets a date for Valentine's Day, and she's like goes out with like this like beefy hunky guy, um, and. Fry's who, trying to act I just cool want to say, it. I just want to interject here. Who was giving some gay vibes? I'm going to throw that out there. Your gaydar was going off. Ding, ding, ding. Correct. W- give us the give us the gaydar blips. What were the blips? Uh, he has a purple shirt on. It's a pretty deep V, and this was before deep Vs were cool and and emo to wear. It's when they were metro to wear. I'll just say that metro. Uh, yeah, this was then, the metro sexual era. The biggest right, the biggest one was that he would rather talk about his job than go bang. Well, second biggest one is that he'd rather talk about a job than go bang Amy, and he was not turned off by there being a male head in it. So he probably had a devil's threesome before. Just okay, throwing I'll, it out there. I'll give you two out of the three of those. I do think that the the him talking about his job is actually a very funny joke about men, though. That is like it's probably even the only thing that can basically Leela calls him out, and the only thing that it can get him to think about something other than sex is his complicated banking job. <laughs> I feel like I, guys I, love to talk shit about, like, love to like <laughs> brag about like all this boring stuff. That's like a classic man thing to do. Are you referencing the 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 six different banking yes. regulatory traditions? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it all Six if you want to get in, technical. In 1410. <laughs> Which I actually kind of got interested by that part. I was like, oh, really? 1410 or the banking regulations? <laughs> I kind of piqued my interest. Um, but, you know, I, oh. I'll acknowledge that, that, that he did was giving off some vibes, Petey. I just think okay. that one in all particular right. uh, was actually just like a very uh, – just a different joke about men. I would like to just also for the record, that is a uh, win on the plaintiff for Qualicor. Yes. Thank you. No, Qualicourt grants. We really need to get the galvel sound. <laughs> I like your enunciation there. Galvel? Galvel. I feel like everyone just says gavel. Oh, I also say Wednesday in February. <laughs> February. <laughs> Is it spelled galvel? G-A-L-V-E-L? Really? It's pronounced galvel. Or maybe both. Texas, it's not. I was in the pool. I was in the pool. Um, okay, but I do before we before so so I did I'm I'm bringing I'm I'm sort of trying to lead us in this one restaurant date scene to the best part, which is Petunia and Sal's <laughs> yeah. interaction. Um, so basically, Leela's trying to kind of help Fry out by like jumping in and making sure that Fry doesn't get. Oh God, I don't even want to go there. What is like Fry? Fry would have sex with him because he's part of Amy, but like. Just his right arm. Okay. Can Fry feel her whole right right side? Can he like feel the right? That's true. We don't know if he can feel all of it. Side of her vagina or can he just feel the arm? I don't want to. We know he can only control the arm. Because the consent here is is questionable. (laughs) I didn't even think about the two-headed cartoons consent. Hey. You know what? That's a Salad. very fair point, to be honest. But anyway, um, so meanwhile, so Fry at that point uh, – or no, sorry. Yeah, it was Fry. Fry was also on a date with Petunia, um, who yes. Daniel and I have talked about before. She's basically like an old trashy lady who like smokes a bunch. Perhaps prostitute, perhaps not. <laughs> hey, she's probably done a many things in her life. True. Many she's vocations for Petunia. professional. Yes, exactly. We know she keeps bees in another episode. So. Yes, exactly. And <laughs> Leela's on a date with Sal, uh, who in this case, he's employed as a bus driver. Um, but mm-hmm. so like Petunia's kind of like, eh, I've had enough fry. Like you don't even have your own body. Um, and then she, and then she's like, plus like, I got to catch, uh, I got to catch a bus back to Nutley. <laughs> <laughs> I got to I gotta catch my bus back to Nutley. <laughs> <laughs> Her voice is so fast in this one too, and I also love how she's like, "I got." Did you say ten fifteen to Nutley's? Well, no, because <laughs> so at that moment, um, Sal stands up from Leela and is like, "Well, the ten fifteen to Nutley's not going to drive itself without yours <laughs> truly." And then she goes, "Excuse me, did you say 
<laughs> and then they have this like very romantic moment where like mu- sort of romantic music starts and then they just like start making out <laughs> at like the, the entrance also, of the restaurant. Which she also just tells Fry another b- fantastic Virginia quote, I kiss you or I kiss you good night, but I lost my teeth pulling out a stump. <laughs> I don't know how one loses their teeth in such a manner, but I did love that, that one. I did write theory. down that quote. <laughs> yeah, that gave me a very good, good giggle. Anyway, so we okay. Finally... So to to propel us forward, we then had um, basically they all kind of like learned their lesson. Fry gets his body back, um, and I did love. There's a very poignant point that Bender makes about uh, Valentine's Day because basically. They're kind of saying, like, Bender, did you, like, you didn't really try to, like, do all this stuff indirectly to make Fry and I end up, like, spending Valentine's Day together. And he's like, oh, didn't I? You know, like, that was part of my whole plan. Obviously right. not. Um, but then I, I forget who it is says basically, like, oh, so it was, like, all just basically about, like, money. And Bender's like, hey, isn't that, like, every Valentine's Day? Which I'm like, <laughs> like oh, we have, like, yeah, <laughs> it is just, like, a very commercial holiday. And I was like, oh, yeah, that is, like, actually a very good point. I feel like that was also very convenient writing to be like, ah, wrap it up. Okay, we don't really have a good ending, so we'll just come up with a platitude that people will agree with. A hundred percent. I would be more into Valentine's Day if I could pay everything with $500 bills with Al Gore's face on it. (laughs) I love how much the show loves Al Gore, too, because he comes in later episodes (laughs) as like – He's what emperor of the moon or something? Emperor of the moon. <laughs> yes. yes, exactly. His his daughter wrote for the show though, so that's why they got uh, access really? to him. Oh, that's cool. yeah. His daughter was a writer through like he, the first four seasons, I believe. He was so. I guess when was this episode created? Two thousand. Two thousand one. Or it aired in two thousand one. Yeah, I mean, he was he was what just two years removed from having been vice president. Right. No, he was. So he's like no, very he, much in. He was still vice the, president. Not in 2001. 2001? No. Yeah, Clinton was, Clinton oh. was president through 20, 2001. Yes, Janu- January election, 20th, 2001. Yeah, the inauguration. But this aired in February. Oh. The election was in 2000. This aired in February, though, PD. So he oh, February. Then. Okay. So he was uh, fresh out. He, he could have been president, out. actually, by fresh that point. That's, maybe they were assuming that. He, yeah. Maybe they wrote it being like, oh, this is. Likely what if he becomes president, man? TV <laughs> show. I would love if they had the head of Obama and actually got Obama in the new season. Just saying. Oh, I bet they could. He's on Netflix. He's on Spotify. He's doing all all that uh, fancy jazz. Sasha Malia, reach across party lines. <laughs> that's my, that's my <laughs> Which one of Sasha and Malia is a Republican? <laughs> They switch back and forth. <laughs> well, it's actually Obama is the Republican, and they're reaching across party lines to ask for money from their dad. Just like when we decide what's for dinner, we switch across party lines. <laughs> you sound like Jordan Peele doing an impression of Obama. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, truthfully, I'm doing an impression of a guy I know from college doing his impression of it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. So, anyways, do you all remember? Kind of, or go ahead. Sorry. No, I was no, I was I was gonna make like a dick with a condom on and wrap it up. But you go ahead. I was just gonna say, do you remember before the 2008 election when we had the school debate and yes. uh, Barack oh my Obama? God. And I was on the cane side. Yeah. Were you, we debated oh, each you? other. We debated yeah, each other. We yelled at each other on stage. That was yeah, truly dude, and it, a cringy moment from the audience. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, for so sure. Cringy, it was cringy dude. for me. Yeah, it was cringy for oh everyone. Oh, my God. I look back on that. I'm like, why? Like, what? Why would you let a bunch of uninformed <laughs> high schoolers debate? <laughs> we didn't have a debate team. We didn't know how to debate, and no one prepared us. <laughs> they were just like, go up there and debate, I guess. Yeah, just go do it. I remember <laughs> I like started talking about like corporate tax rate or something because my dad told me to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my dad like, gave yeah, me a I was gonna say all of, pretty much all of PD's points were probably like ripped straight. Jeff wrote yes. down and they were ripped straight from Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeff, I remember, Jeff, by the way. I know you're listening, Jeff, so shout out to Jeff. Love you, Jeff. Love you, Jeff. I remember Ted Scheidler ended up um, just like cutting me off a bunch and saying, oh, yeah, 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 go go read the Communist Manifesto with your cup of oh, coffee. Yeah. <laughs> 
then just like looking back on the Obama years now, I'm like, man, if that was, if his presidency was equated or perceived as any form of communism, how the bar <laughs> has been has lowered. Changed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I forgot we debated each other and you did your yeah, Obama impression and Ted did his um, John McCain impression, right? Yeah, he fell off the stage and died. <laughs> God rest his zombie bones. Not Ted Scheidler, John McCain. God yeah. rest his zombie bones. Sure, Ted Scheidler's doing great. If he's listening, what's up, dude? I hope you're doing well. He's definitely listening. <laughs> hey, if you're he's listening, definitely. you better go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash worldoftomorrowpod and get that delivery boy support level going on. Yes, exactly. So, Wait, why do the why do the support level names keep changing? No, because ship there's three, is the there's top three level. That's seven dollars a month, but you got to pay oh. the primo bucks to get the XXX content. Exactly. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, <laughs> sorry, PD. I know we're trying to go, but I do have a I do have a DSS a DDS. Deep, 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 dark, 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 dark secrets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this installment is. Um, <laughs> When we were in third third grade, we had typing classes every once in a while. We'd go to to a computer lab and we do, I think that program was called PAWS. P A W S. And it was a cat. It was basically like learning how to type when you're, you know, old DOS machines. And I remember there's a thing where you would type, uh, you basically, you were sort of learning each letter. So you type that letter a bunch of times. So it's like T, 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 you know, E, 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 whatever. And then, and Daniel and I are kind of like talking out loud next to each other while we do this. And then I get to the part where it's X and I'm like, X, 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 X. And I was like, I just said sex. A bunch. A bunch. And I sort of like look around and make sure that our teacher, Mrs. Sutherland, isn't looking or didn't hear me because I was like, I basically thought I had said like fuck or something. Or like the worst word you can think of in third grade. Well, because back then you don't even really know. I didn't know what sex really was. Daniel, I'm sure you're the one who told me about it. But Kindergarten was my popping of that cherry for me. You know, somebody highlighted the word sex in the encyclopedia in second grade. And Hell yeah, that's, that's I forget nice. who the teacher was, but they they found it and they lectured the whole class. <laughs> how inappropriate it was. Wait, did you have Mrs. Sagan? Who'd you have for second grade? Oh man, um, you didn't have Mrs. Sutherland because we had Mrs. Sutherland. You had the other go through. Yeah, I. How do you not remember your name. second grade teacher? You had her for the second and third grade. PD, to give Colin some credit. To give Colin some credit, PD, you remember like everything about elementary school in a way that okay. nobody else does. <laughs> Two years of your you remember life. Every you song that we ever learned in choir. <laughs> I mean who, who was the teacher that wasn't Mrs. Walker? Because I that's Carl the one Michael. I had. Carmichael. No, you had Mrs. Walker, I'm pretty sure. Mm-mm. Carmichael. You were in Twisty's class? Twisty? Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> okay, wait. We have to we do need to wrap things up. <laughs> I'm sure she does not listen to this podcast. And if, and if she does, I'm so sorry. This is Carmichael. Your feet she are knows disgusting. what that means. Don't explain it. Don't explain it. <laughs> That's so gross. Okay. Anyway, <sighs> PD, let's or call. Let's do our rankings. PD, how, what what unit should we? Um, how many? Oh, I have it. I have it. Can I? Can should I? We wait, should we? Should we say it on, on three? Because yeah. I feel like we have the same one. One, two, three. Thunder Cougar Thunder Cougar Cougar <laughs> I knew you would. Okay. So how many Thunder Cougar Falcon Birds out of five would you give this, Colin? I liked this one more than I thought. There's so many oh. good characters. <laughs> I, I said I'm Colin. Gonna give, oh. I'm going to give this one. <laughs> Sorry, Colin. I'm going to give this one a four out of five Thunder Cougar Falcon Birds. Because I think that it being one of the earlier episodes, um, it – It was, I guess, on the one hand, I like, I similar to Daniel, I like the interstellar travel. Um, 
the scene where they're on Mercury when the car is breaking down is epic. It's just like funny. quick succession <laughs> of just like all the yeah. mistakes they're making. Um, and it wasn't necessarily like meandering, a meandering episode. It was like pretty straight and to the point. And, yeah, that's a good point. Everything yeah. sort of adds up to one line. Mm-hmm. In yeah. a way that they don't explosion. Sometimes they go off course and yeah. they veer back in, but it's not like it didn't really support it. Whereas this time they're all kind of going towards the same thing. Yeah, exactly. And and Bender's Bender's um, dating service was kind of just a side story that was um, that like it came together in the end, but it was really just solely focused. It was a very like Fry and Amy focused episode. Mm-hmm. Petey, yeah. what would you give this episode? How many thunder? I agree with Call. I do. I do four out of five. I thought it was pretty good. I usually am a little bit more like in the threes, but I like this one a lot. Lots of different space travel. Lots of good gags. The car gag. The <laughs> gag. Like, um, and then the Nelly. fact that they, <laughs> yeah, to, yeah, and then the fact that we have the the absolute magnum opus of Petunia, ten fifteen and Nutley. Uh, yes, four. You know, what? I take that back. Four point two five. Let's get let's get jiggy with it. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Petey, I'm gonna have to agree you with you on that one. You? I'm gonna say four point two five. Noise. Um, I I really love this episode. Like I was saying at the beginning, it's so nice that both Victor and Petunia are in the same episode. Um, and I think and I agree with Colin. Your take, which is like everything just kind of comes together beautifully and it doesn't feel like they're just sort of wasting time. Sometimes they have like Petey and I've talked about the cold open will be like really cold and that it's not really yeah. related. Whereas this time, like Amy going to go get the car is directly relevant to how Fry and Amy end up hooking up in the first place. So mm-hmm. I give it a 4.25 <clears throat> yeah. out of five as well. Um, so Petey, we, We've definitely over time, so I'm not going to cancel trivia. I'm going to say you get to ha- you can ask one trivia question. No, you no, I'm going to veto that, and I'm going to say we'll do a rapid fire three. You have five seconds to answer. Okay, Koala Court will say rapid fire two. Uh, what is the name of the gas station on Mercury? HG's Fuel. Do you know uh, why is it? Mercury uh, is HG <laughs> in the periodic table. Yeah, as well done. Nice. And <clears throat> according to the road sign, what is the circumference of Mercury? Oh, I did not <laughs> get this one. See, if you would have given me three, I wouldn't have given you this hard one. I got two other easy guys over here. <laughs> so, Do one more easy one, see if I can get yeah, it. Yeah, get one for call. Okay. Uh, what was – well, you already got the Al Gore $500. That's a good one. Um, <laughs> what was the type of car that malfunctioning Eddie is selling at the very, very beginning? And I'll take brand, I'll take name, I'll take anything. At the, for the President's Day advertisement at the very beginning, what type of car is it? Oh, man. I'm going to pass it to Willie. It's, it struck me because it is, at that time, it was a current car brand. It is no longer a brand of car. Pontiac? Oh, so close. Plymouth. Oh, Plymouth. Okay. Plymouth. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> the Plymouth Ranger slash Beecher slash V'ger. I could not hear what they were saying. I even turned on subtitles and I couldn't understand it. <laughs> so. Okay, PD, yeah, I have that. one for you. All right, lay it on me. What Thank are you. the A's of Septuple A? No, 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 no. I was going to write that down. My Hulu didn't work. I didn't have time to write it all down. So let me see. All I'm hearing is a bunch of excuses. <laughs> I don't want to hear excuses. I want to and see I results. And I thought okay. you loved trivia. I do, but not. Hard <laughs> <ones>. <laughs> but not hard now. like that. <laughs> okay, it's uh, Austro Afro oh, Antarctic. No, 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 no! I was gonna say Austro Afro Antarctic. I had it. I you just said you didn't for... know it. <laughs> I had Afro and Astro. And then I wouldn't might have lost Antarctic. Okay, but it's not Astro. It's Austro. This trivia has oh Austro, like Australopithecus. Aus- Australian. It's Austro Afro Antarctic Amoration Auto Association. And also I counted uh, okay, it as only six A's. Wait, only six A's or yeah. it is six A's? Austro Afro Ant oh, maybe Antarctic is two. 
And then oh. amoration, I don't know what that is, auto association. So if, if Antarctic is 1A, it's, it's only 6A, it's not 7. Oh, okay. I guess that makes sense. This trivia has been a farce. Koala Court will be hearing hearing from my lawyer. Koala Court denies any appeals. It was me. Give me an appeal because the decision hasn't been made. Counselor, approach the bench. (laughs) I require a government stipend, Your Honor. (laughs) Okay, Counselor, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a government stipend. We can have (laughs) extra long trivia next time. (laughs) I will allow. Okay. I will allow the settle out of court. (laughs) Okay. Great. (laughs) Therefore. The court is adjourned, and the jury is instructed to disregard its own death. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Koala Court also would like to adjourn this episode, and by doing that, Ooh. we would love to thank our guest, Colin. Thank you so much for being on, Thank call. you, Colleen. Thank you all for having me. And I hope lo- it's the first of many. Yes, we would love to have you we back. We do, too. Um, I'm going to say you got an A-plus on this, that story about going to Radio Shack and then a guy, an employee <laughs> of Radio Shack installing a thing in your car that could have killed you. Uh, who didn't the, diddle you also. And also who clear. Did not you. Or, you know, plant something in your car or whatever. Um, no, you get an A-plus call. We would love to have you back. I hope you enjoyed yourself. And uh, call, is there anything you want to plug? Um, Simpsons. Great. <laughs> Great. More business than Matt Greening. I love it. Um, in the, the meantime, guys, you can check podcast. us out on Twitter. That's at WTTWOT. Yes, I said it fast enough. Daniel couldn't <laughs> talk over it. <laughs> <laughs> and find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash worldoftomorrowpod. Um, next week, we're going to talk about um, season two, episode 11, Lesser of Two Evils. I like couldn't read my own handwriting. Evils? <laughs> Evils? Evils? Um, but yeah, thanks, guys. And we'll be back next week. Bye. Good, good, good news, everyone.